Welcome to Bare Roots, the podcast that unearths the truth. Allegedly. We're your hosts. I'm Alina. And I'm Shannon. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Bare Roots. Today, we have a fun episode for y'all because we are talking about the Freemasons. Bum, bum, bum. And so I know what you're thinking. When you're thinking of the Freemasons, you're thinking a group of men with a lot of money, probably old men, and they're doing these strange rituals, like what is happening, and they just control everything, right? Well, today we are going to be discussing this mysterious group. So Shannon, how are you feeling today? You know, this is one of the top, it is the top secret society in the Mm -hmm. entire world. And so there's a lot of speculation about what they actually do. Are they good? Are they evil? And my point is, or my question is, are they lame? You know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. are they cool or are they lame? That's what, that's what I want to know. Exactly. And we've did a little bit of digging, you know, with the amount of information we could find. And I think we're going to have an answer for you by the end of this. I actually Googled, are the Freemasons lame? (laughs) (laughs) Did it have an answer for you? It didn't really come up with much. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we have an in-depth analysis on these people. So we're going to break it down between how it even got started, what are they even doing during this, and just some of the controversial stuff that they are linked to. And I also want to add that this episode is our season finale episode. That's right. We're wrapping up season two and we all just want to thank, well, we all, me and you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We just want to thank everyone for just listening to us, talking about the podcast, letting us know what are some of your theories on the topics we've covered. But don't fret, we will be back. We're going to take a little two-week hiatus, and then we will be back with season three. So that's why we want to end the season with a bang. So we decided to talk about the grand old conspiracy theory group. No, not really conspiracy group. The grand old conspiracy, the Freemasons. Yes, yes, yes. So I guess we should just jump into it on where we like to start all of our episodes with the history of the group. That's right. The Freemasons have very old roots and we can go back as far as the United Kingdom back in the Middle Ages. Originally, they were a very benign and functional group, I guess you would call it. Yeah, yeah, there's a purpose. Yeah. Not that there isn't a purpose now, but how they came together makes sense. Again, (laughs) we'll we'll talk about if there's a purpose now. (laughs) But originally, it was formed from a guild of stonemasons or cathedral builders. So a guild is kind of like a union almost. And I know, I only know a little bit about guilds because when I was studying abroad in Florence, there was a big, everything was part of a guild in the Renaissance times. And it actually made the city a lot cleaner and better because each different part of the city was controlled by a different guild. So they were kind of in competition with each other. For example, the stone guild would have one section of the city. The wool guild would have another section of the city. The gold guild would have another. And 
they would control that part of the city. So they wanted to have the best looking section in the entire city. So then everybody just kept their areas clean and nice and they had flowers and stuff everywhere. Mm. And it was just lovely. It's like competition, you know, cleans up the city. Great for everyone. So that's what like the mindset I'm going into when I'm reading about this Guild of Stonemasons. They're Mm -hmm. literally masons and they're all grouped together doing great stuff. Yep. And of course, a mason was someone who worked with stone and the free part of the Freemasons was supposed to signify that they were not feudally bound. And the goal was to eventually become a master mason. But as cathedral building declined, the the Freemasons started inviting non-stone masons into the organization to bolster their numbers. And in my opinion, this is where it went downhill. They are talented. Mm -hmm. They are hardworking. And now they're just letting anybody in? Yeah. What is this? Yeah. It is no longer elite feeling anymore. (laughs) You don't have to be a stonemason to get in anymore. And I just, I don't like it. Yeah, same. In the 17th, 18th centuries, they started to evolve into the modern Freemasonry that we know of Mm -hmm. today. And the people who belong to this order believed in a higher power and of brotherhood with the Masonic rituals based in the myth of King Solomon's temple. So now we're getting a little like ritually, mm-hmm. a little more, it's there. They aren't, and this is a big thing. They aren't a part of any church, but they did get religious adjacent. I yeah. Say. Yeah. Yeah. They definitely got inspired by religion. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I don't know. I don't like fraternities. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that on the record. <laughs> so this just feels like a frat to me, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I was part of a sorority, so <laughs> I personally enjoyed it, but I can definitely see the the controversialness of fraternity <laughs> life. <laughs> so there ended up being a lot of different groups of the Freemasons. They were kind of these appendages that kind of went off of the Freemasons and they had different codes of conduct conduct, and sometimes different rituals. In 1717, the first Grand Lodge. So we're just getting a lot of lingo. We have a lot mm-hmm. of words, you know, like the Grand Lodge. It just sounds too much to me personally. Yes. Yes. But regardless, the first Grand Lodge was established in England, which is the governing body and lodges of branches so that's like the governing body and then there are lodges of branches of that body Mm -hmm. so there's like your local lodge exactly yeah and it's just crazy how we went from just a nice community of mason workers and then all of a sudden we're letting people in and we're getting this religious inspiration and now we're just spreading everywhere yeah now we have rituals and it's just getting like secret secret yeah Allegedly, you're not supposed to discuss religion or politics in Freemasonry. And there has been much opposition to the Freemasons from organized religion, like I alluded to earlier. And this is especially true with the Roman Catholic Church. And in the 1800s, the Vatican referred to the Masons as the synagogue of Satan. Ooh, those are big words. And I have to say, this adds up because... I brought this up to my parents and my mom actually whipped out a book, an 80 page book about why Catholics cannot be Freemasons that she personally had purchased. Wow. Interesting. Yes. 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 
And mm-hmm. apparently my great-grandfather, who was very religious, he adamantly hated the Freemasons. So Catholics and Freemasons do not get along. Do you think it's the whole, it goes back to the kind of like England versus Ireland type of rationale? Uh, like that political Protestants versus Catholics? Maybe. I think it's more of like they what's the false idols you can't Mm. worship false idols and i think they don't like these other rituals Uh and to be clear the freemasons are not a christian institution and they are often mistaken as one they are not they contain like we said they contain many elements of religion as its teachings they kind of teach about morality and charity and obedience to the law of the land but not technically affiliated with any church. In most cases, the applicant for admission into the Freemasons has to be an adult male, and all applicants must believe in the existence of a supreme being, not necessarily God, but just supreme being, and in the immortality of the soul. So you are living on after you die. Mm. In practice, some lodges have been charged with prejudice against Jewish people, Catholics, and non-white people. Interesting. So, you know, I guess they don't like each other on either side. Yeah. (laughs) In most lodges in most countries, Freemasons are divided into three major degrees. So you, you enter the Freemasonry as an apprentice, and then you become a fellow of the craft. And then you raise up to be the master mason and there are a whole bunch of other titles in there but those are the three levels and in many lodges or i should say many and sometimes there might be as many as a thousand different levels wow imagine that gives me scientology vibes i'm just gonna say that oh yeah that's a good point just just throwing it out there (laughs) allegedly there's also a handshake for each degree each of those three levels which seems obnoxious to me i mean hey it's cool you know if you see someone i don't know it's a cool factor imagine just like bam 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 (laughs) (laughs) i don't like it Even though it isn't supposed to be political, it has played an impact in global politics. They especially played a pivotal role in the formation of the U.S., with 13 of the 39 signatures on the Constitution being Masons. Yeah, this is a big deal. Actually, let me let me whip out my calculator because I'm just going to throw in a little, <laughs> little math right now. Let's see. Thir- divided by 39 that's about a 33 percent so a third a third of them are belonging to the masons that's a pretty big influence if you ask yeah like i said before there were some groups that formed off of the freemasons and this was especially true in the u.s but one of the most notable ones are the Ancient Arabic Order of the Nobles of the Mystic Shrine, also known as the Shriners. Did you have any idea that that was the whole title? I had no idea that was the full title. <laughs> like, what? These Because pe- the Shriners are the ones on the little bikes with the hats that go yeah. around in the yeah, parade. Yeah, like Shriners Hospital. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's no, I definitely remember hearing that somewhere. And until we had started researching, oh my, oh my God, I completely forgot that they are considered part of this. Ancient Arabic order of the nobles of the mystic shrine. Say that 10 times fast. <laughs> I just, mystic shrine, like you're really, you're losing me. You're losing me. Yeah. And but, like the Arabic order, like where did this come, especially with the whole influence from England? I don't really know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so, I mean, this is about Freemasons. We're not going to go into a wormhole in the Shriners. I am hope. I think they're okay. I think they're good people. <laughs> we're, we're just going to keep on going. Yeah, their hospital is amazing. 10 out of 10. <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> Today, quote, Freemasons are a social and philanthropic organization meant to make its members lead more virtuous and socially oriented lives, end quote. And this was by Margaret, Margaret Jacob, a professor at the University of California who has written a book about them. So, okay. <laughs> Just sounds like, like a self-help group at that point yeah yeah and like we said before it is actually the largest secret society in the world the estimates worldwide membership of the freemasonry in the early 21st century ranged from about 2 million to more than 6 million and they're so secretive we don't know how many people are in there so two to six million Mm -hmm. yeah we have no idea in britain and in other countries there are separate lodges lodges restricted to women so you probably noticed that we've only been saying men and that's mm-hmm. because you can't really be a Freemason if you're a woman. But like female relatives of Master Masons may join the Order of the Eastern Star. Oh, yay. Goody. Mm. And boys can join the Order of de Molay or the Order of the Builders. And girls can join the Order of Job's Daughters or the Order of the Rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> so sweet you could have your whole family in it if you really wanted to but they can't be freemasons like let's make that very clear (laughs) (laughs) this is just the stepping stone this is not even a stepping stone this is the final destination well stepping stone for a boy but i was gonna say stepping stone for the boy yep 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 for women this is the final destination you cannot get higher than this this is where the journey ends at the rainbow (laughs) Absolutely wild. And you're probably wondering, you know, we've just named so many, we, we haven't really named any people, but you know, <laughs> there's so many participants, right? We were apparently it's in the millions. And let's just talk about some of these famous Freemasons. So this includes George Washington, Benjamin mm-hmm. Franklin, Franklin D. Roosevelt, and President Gerald Ford, Winston Churchill, who is me Amor, <laughs> Mozart. Henry Ford, John Wayne, and Buzz Aldrin. These are some pretty top-notch people. Uh, yeah, and that's just a small list. The fact that Buzz Aldrin was in it, it's just like, <laughs> who's joining it now in 20... 20- I mean, he didn't join in 2021, but I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what? Exactly. And also, it's important to note that these people are obviously high political figures. So imagine being the most highly political figure, you know, you, you're a president, you know, you're a prime minister and you're part of this group. I mean, there's gotta be some sort of influence. Right. Connections, connections, connections. Exactly. So there are some symbols that are connected to the Freemasons. The first is the quote, all seeing eye or the eye of Providence. 
And this was not actually designed by the Masons, but this has been used by the group to represent the presence of God. And it is on the dollar bill. So if you just literally look at it, you'll see that eye. Yeah, it's that pyramid with the eyeball in it. Mm-hmm. You know it. You know it. You've seen it. You probably wondered, what does this even mean? And another thing is the square and compasses. So this depicts a builder's square joined by a compass. And there is a G at its center, which remains subject to dispute. So some people believe the G represents geometry, while other people believe it represents God or like the grand architect of the universe. And another symbol that we found was the beehive, which is definitely lesser known. And the Masons were originally working with men who were supposed to be as busy as bees. So this is where the whole influence comes from. And the beehive symbolizes the industriousness of the lodge. Again, just like another symbol. So, you know, could it be? We don't know. This is all a legend. Right. And I mean, you can just walk around at any cemetery and see these symbols all over the place, especially the square and compass. Like that's just all over the place. Mm-hmm. Which is really freaky to think about, like going to a cemetery and like, <laughs> finding it everywhere. Yeah. It was a really popular group to be a part of at one point. Their mm-hmm. numbers are definitely less than they used to be, or they percentage wise less. Yeah. But is it? We don't know. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So for all we know, it's actually increasing year over year. We don't know. For all we know, every man you know is in it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Except for um, the devoted Catholics. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> so we're going to get into some of their alleged secret rituals and some scary things that have happened with these people. But first, we're going to hear from a word from our sponsor. And we are back. So let's talk about these secret rituals. So, of course, no one's going to really cough up or shouldn't really, I guess, if you're part of the secret organization. But there's a few little, little, I don't know, crumbs of what these rituals look like. And actually, in reality, people are like, oh, it's really not that mysterious. So what they do at these meetings are usually business related. They might talk about graduation, talking about members or welcoming new members. And people have to follow their masters and these codes in whatever these rituals are. So it's just a really respectful place where you like, there's a hierarchy to it. And (laughs) and if you share the secrets with non-freemason people then you will most likely get kicked out so that's kind of all we could find out about it (laughs) yeah they they said something like there are secrets about secrets about nothing you know it's like (laughs) yeah yeah like they are sworn to secrecy but what they're hiding isn't really anything it's just we like to dress up and then say hi to each other (laughs) yeah probably grab a drink exactly They really don't make it that exciting. Allegedly. Allegedly. But like, is this cover up? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And just coming actually from a a sorority perspective of, because we have rituals Mm -hmm. and some of them are actually open and a lot of them are closed. So I can't talk to you about them, but they are interesting. They are interesting. (laughs) Were you drinking blood a little bit? I cannot confirm or deny. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so 
So I get it, you know? I get the secrecy of the rituals. I hate it. (laughs) But this is a story, this is an interesting one, about someone who was ready to cough up all the secrets. And this might actually be a learning lesson on not to do it. And here's why. Mm -hmm. Because there was a man named William Morgan. He decided to kind of like join the Freemasons. Somehow he got in. He participated in a few meetings, rituals, whatever it may be. And then he decided to publish a book exposing the organization with his friend, David Miller. And of course, as we talked about, this is a big no-no. So just to kind of give you a time frame, it's now September 12th. It's early in the morning and it's 1826. So we're in the 1800s. And he was found missing from a local jail. So people were like, hmm, that's kind of weird. What could have happened? People started kind of connecting the dots in terms of what happened. People knew that he had joined the Freemasons and that he was also threatening to publish this book. So because of this, local Masons began harassing Morgan. They were like, obviously not pleased. So law enforcement's ended up arresting Morgan because they were loyal to the Freemasons, allegedly. And they put Morgan to jail and Miller for outstanding debts. And this is kind of where it gets a little shady because Miller's office was not only damaged, but it was caught by a small fire. And he was arrested for borrowing a shirt and tie from the owner of a local local tavern and never returned it. So it's a really petty crime, if you will, but they were able to use that as leverage to get him arrested. And soon after he arrived at the police station, the charges were dropped, but Morgan was immediately arrested for another petty debt of $2.65. Imagine. (laughs) And later that evening, he was bailed out of jail by a group of Masons. So he's probably thinking, hell yeah, I'm out of jail for the second time today. You know, they really try to bring me down, but look (laughs) at that. Like maybe my buddies are taking care of me. But then mysteriously, he was escorted away very quickly in a carriage and was never to be seen again. And the last word anyone heard Morgan utter was allegedly murder. (laughs) (laughs) So that was the last time we saw him. And the men accused of Morgan's disappearance were put on trial. But in January of 1827, they were all handed, honestly, pretty lenient sentences. And the outrage led to calls for political action. So this had a big spark in the political world. So citizens all over from New York met and declared their intent to stop voting for candidates with Masonic ties. Like, this was a story that people were talking about. And that actually led to anti-Masonic candidates where they kind of formed their own political party, if you will. And they began winning offices all over the country. Even the sitting president, who was at that time John Quincy Adams, he declared that he would never or he had never been and would never be a Mason. So he was just Mm -hmm. hardcore. And the anti-Masonic party, as I mentioned, was considered America's first, quote, third party um, that had officially gone national. And in 1830, they became the first political party to hold a presidential nominating convention, which was a custom eventually adopted by all major American political parties. And 
newsflash surprise spoiler alert it didn't really last that long the party didn't yeah. the party <laughs> the party did it but the whole convention that did last yeah. which i'm sure if you are listening i would hope you would know that <laughs> <laughs> we can't give all the history lessons here but i hope that you know you know that but after this movement the masonic membership did diminish so I guess it had some sort of impact. And would you argue maybe it went even more secretive? Yeah, maybe. People didn't trust them before that, but mm-hmm. it certainly went into full do not trust mode. And I think probably if your husband was in the Freemasons, you're probably like, get out of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, People like, were pressured to get out. <laughs> exactly. Just wild. It's, and I don't know, I'm sure they must use that as an excuse. If, you know, you are part of the, the group, you know, don't tell because you know what happened to William Morgan. We I don't know. think that, I don't know if they would admit that to people. They well, just maybe say, they like, do, do not. Because, maybe they do. We don't know. They could say it in the ritual. I think maybe. somebody would talk. I think somebody would talk. <laughs> but this is, of course, is all legend. I mean, for all we know, maybe Morgan is, lived a long life and he went to like the prairies or something. Yeah, I did read something like maybe he fled to Canada. But yeah. Probably not. Let's be yeah. honest. <laughs> so I don't know. It's a scary thing. Don't want to mess with them. But also, I don't know. I guess if that is true, then I guess it's telling that everybody was against it. So that's good. You know, we don't want to support those actions. And honestly, if it's really just one guy that goes missing, that's kind of insane in its own way. Mm hmm. With a group with that many members and that secretive, you'd think that more people would be missing if they were super bad, you know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they're not the mafia level of Mm -hmm. making people disappear. Yeah. It's kind of impressive in that sense that everyone's just been able to keep it hush-hush. So maybe it really is just so boring that people don't need to talk about it. That's what I'm thinking, you know? Like, they're (laughs) like, I don't even want to tell you because it's so embarrassing and boring. Like, I joined it to be cool and learn the secrets, but... I wanted to talk about the Holy Grail, but instead we're just doing handshakes and (laughs) wearing robes. I'm like, what are you doing? Exactly. That's it. Yeah. So there are a lot of offshoots from the Freemasons and a lot of them you've known. Like I, I tried desperately to find a almost family tree of different secretive groups Mm. and I could not find one, but The Illuminati is allegedly somehow tied to the Freemasons. The, I saw something about the mafia having its origins in the Freemasons. I saw, I don't know if you ever heard of the Knights Templar, but that could be their own, like they could have their own whole podcast because they might've been the original, original guys and the Freemasons came from them. Mm. So they were these kick-ass monks in the 1100s and they were protecting christians who were trying to make pilgrimage to jerusalem so they're just monks that were also knights you know like also soldiers which is odd you know an odd visual there and actually i'm pretty sure they're the ones that are in indiana jones because their their whole thing is tied to the holy grail Mm, and all mm -hmm. that so 
they ended up dying off and they left the Holy Land at one point. I just threw this one in because I thought it was interesting. They left the Holy Land. They went to France and the leader of France at the time, this is in the 1300s now, really didn't like them. So he had them all killed and brutally tortured. And that day that that happened was Friday the 13th. And so they think that that's why Friday the 13th is synonymous for a bad time. Bad luck and all that. Yeah. Interesting. But anyway, some people believe that they went underground after the 1300s and then they reemerged in the 1700s as the Freemasons. So like all of these groups are very much tied together and we haven't done an episode on the Illuminati yet, but I, you know, like you just see all these different connections and I really wanted to find a family tree, but Mm -hmm, I could mm -hmm. not find one. Yeah. I mean, I don't doubt it one bit that they're somewhat tied together in some way, whether it's inspired, it's a branch off of it, something. Yeah. Cause I said, I saw an article that said that the uh, Freemasons, what the Freemasons taught about being a secret society so kind Mm -hmm. of other secret societies like the illuminati like the mafia kind of learned from them and they took those practices and then went their own direction with them right but i would love to see that map if anybody can find one please send it to me yes we would love to see that where's your tinfoil hat on just the freemasons in general not do you believe in it what what are your opinions (laughs) I think that back in the day, they might have been important, like back at George Washington's time. Mm -hmm. But I think it's just kind of like a way to get connections. Like I don't think they are doing necessarily anything bad. I just think they're really boring, to be honest. I wouldn't want to join them. And I think that's probably why, like if they were super interesting, I think we would know more, especially if there are that many members. Right. But I think they're just probably really boring and it doesn't really benefit you to be a member. Like I don't, in today's, I can see back in the day and being like an industrialist and want to be a part one because you're trying to get your business off the ground. You got to get those connections. Mm -hmm. Like, Why are you joining now? Like just read a self-help book. Like I just don't know. (laughs) Um, But I could be totally wrong. A Mason anymore, you know? I know. I mean, I could be totally wrong and they could be doing some blood rituals and stuff, but yeah. I'm not a huge, I'm not inspired. <laughs> How about you? <laughs> no, I definitely agree with you. I, I think they were more prominent as a community, if you will, in like the 1800s, 1700s, and even maybe when it first got started during that um, time period, like you were saying, the Renaissance of Italy and stuff like that. But now, yeah, I, I feel like it's just so diluted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just a bunch of people coming together, probably a bunch of rich men, you know, talking about business and whatnot. I'm sure there's got to be some sort of some meetings where you got these top elite businessmen, political fi- uh, figures and all this. But, you know, just like doing the research. Yeah, it's kind of hard to see the appeal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I don't, I'm like, eh, I'm not really interested in it. And I thought there'd be a little bit more spicy um, <laughs> after doing this podcast. I'm like, you know what? There is really not too much. William Morgan was kind of the spiciest thing that we could good find. Time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so are they doing a good job? I don't know. Maybe they're making us think that they're not cool, but maybe they've been cool for hundreds of years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, if they're donating to charities and they're not doing anything wrong, they're just getting together in white robes and not being hurtful. <laughs> yeah, yeah then, exactly. Um, 
I guess that's okay. You keep doing what you're doing. I just, you know, you, you keep doing your handshakes. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. We don't even want to join, even if we could, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, 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 no. We're excluded because we're women, so. <laughs> I don't even want to be an Eastern star. <laughs> yeah. Or what was it? The rainbow? <laughs> yeah. Well, we're not girls anymore, so <laughs> we're, we've we've aged out of the rainbows. It's like we're, Girl Scout. Okay. Or, yeah, Girl Scout. I was going to say, we're women now. <laughs> can't be a brownie anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're a full cadet. <laughs> But yes, so that concludes this season finale of the Freemasons. We hope you guys really enjoyed it. And as we mentioned earlier, we will be back. Don't you worry. We'll be back with a bang with a fabulous lineup for season three. And we'll be celebrating our one year anniversary. And so catch us back. We'll be back in the first week of September. So don't you worry, mark your calendars. We'll see you that Thursday with another amazing season episode, all of that fun stuff. And if you have any suggestions, we'd love to hear it. Um, Let us know on Instagram at bearrootspod, B-A-R-E rootspod. And we'll definitely take your suggestions into consideration so thank you again you guys and i just want to point out that we're getting dangerously close to spooky season oh no (laughs) so if you have any spooky episodes i already know one that we're gonna do but i actually have an idea oh okay yeah i might actually be bringing something to the table wow okay that'll be lovely yeah so it's a spooky one but i can handle it okay okay yeah, we'll see. We'll see if it gets axed, guys. I don't know. Shannon might veto it. <laughs> <laughs> it might not be good enough. <laughs> yeah, it might not be good enough for spooky season. So that is true. It's around the corner. Celebrate good times. <laughs> <laughs> I only have like a month left until I have to put on a brave face. Yes, yes. <laughs> Exciting stuff. Yes. Alrighty, guys. Thank you again. We love you guys so much. Thank you for following. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.